<laughs> the movie Fast and Furious 500. Sponsored by Budweiser. And 9-11's Firefighters. That was close. <laughs> I didn't say 9-11. Yeah, I didn't say 9-11. That'd be fucked up. Can't the say. They're you, heroes. Hey, Sal. They're heroes. We're not here to say fucked up shit, okay? That's fucked up, and we don't say that. I because... said the part, they're heroes. Hey. Dude, you don't think they're heroes? Now you're fucked up. Creamy. Boys. Creamy. Boys. Podcast. Podcast is kind of like a juggernaut of a podcast. What happened to those guys that creamed us, man? Creamy. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Creamy Boys Podcast, episode one. Bjorn Sorensen right here. That's right. My name is Bjorn Sorensen right here. And uh, Salvatore Fratelloni right there. Yep, yep, yep. We are the we are. Creamy Boys. Um, a quick little ad read before we get into the podcast. Yeah, if thanks this, to our sponsors. Yes, if this comes out uh, before July 24th, we have an improv show. If you're in Tacoma, if you're in Washington or Portland or whatever if you're nearby, on planet Earth, yeah. Or in this universe, get your ass to Tacoma, Washington on the 24th of July, 2021. COVID's over-ish. It's so over. who gives a fuck? Um, come spit in each other's mouths at a party. Yeah. Uh, it's not a party. It's a... It's a show. It's, an, it's a show. It's a show. Just like this show. <laughs> this podcast is also a show. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, here's the poster right here. Uh, July 24th, uh, come to the uh, improv show. It's in our backyard. It's a great time. We built a stage. And uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in. Um, let's get into the show. You said we had a sponsor. Oh, yeah, our sponsor. Is that our sponsor? It's our show. Our, show. our sponsor. Yeah. Our show is going to pay for this podcast. Thank you very much, show. All right, well, let's uh, let's do this thing. Uh, this is a podcast um, with, uh, you know, we're very serious about what we do. We're spreading the truth about, you know, uh, conspiracy theories. Glyphosate. Glyphosate. Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome are the only two that we cover. Yeah. The only two real conspiracies. Roundup. That's basically glyphosate. glyphosate. Yeah, if you don't know what glyphosate is, uh, let me just tell you real quick. It's going to kill you and your children. Yeah. yeah That's all you really need to know. It's, it's everywhere. Everything. Your clothes, your food, your water, your house. <laughs> Every little thing you touch is killing you. Thanks to Roundup for sponsoring the podcast. We cut to the guy that uh, created glyphosate. And mm, it's done. Oh, no. Oh, Professor Charles, I've been watching you from the closet this whole this whole month that you've been in this cabin developing your terrible scheme to kill us all. You've been in the closet for a month, Charles? Yes, Professor. What were, wait, let's just talk about that. Okay. What I were mean, you eating? Uh, granola. Oh, really? Yeah, I bought a bunch of granola. Okay. Where were you? What were you drinking? Um... I, my piss. <laughs> yeah, you my didn't piss. even bring one jug of water? <laughs> no, I drank a bunch of water before I got here. Thank uh, you very much. And that's all you need because uh, then you just pee. Okay? Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And it's actually really healthy. Did you know that urine is actually like good for you? No. Yeah, you should that. drink your own piss. I saw an Instagram post once from this guy that's crazy and he does <laughs> like a bunch of crazy health stuff like, like not eating for months. No kidding. Yeah, and he said, don't drink water. There's not any, uh, you know, there's no no <laughs> nutrients in it and don't drink coconut water because it has sugar in it and don't drink uh it's another spring water because there's dirt in it and yes. don't drink like uh you know p plastic water bottles because there's plastic in it but your piss 
That's pure. Mm, that brings me to a good point. Glyphosate? My newest creation? Yeah. It's pure. It needs to be in everything. We need to control the minds of the general public, especially the lower middle class. And we need to make them buy products that keep them addicted. We need to, we need to make Kleenexes that make you sneeze. We need to make weed killer that grows weeds. We need to make iPhones that break. You're, you're right. Yes. I'm not even gonna question this argument. I, exactly. I see the look, the glimmer in your eyes, and I know it's my intuition to follow you in everything you do. Yes, and if Charles. that means drinking glyphosate, peeing it back into my own mouth, then so be it. And I'll make sure my mom does it too. Do it, Charles. Do it. We cut to the ICU of, uh, four months later. Charles has been unconscious for four months. His wife is also there with a stillborn baby in her arms and seen. <laughs> The end? That's the scene. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. So, there you go. There you go. That's uh, a little uh, tidbit of a real... This is, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> of a real-life news story on the Creepy Boys. This is a news program. You can look no. that up. We'll put the link to... That was all... This is a documentary, and this Basically, is a link yeah. to the real-life news story. Here it is. Boom. There you go. Thank you, Pierce. Yes. So. The link's just to xvideos.com. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone clicks it. <laughs> or a GoFundMe for us. A little kid's. How about a GoFundMe for us? Can you start one of those, Pierce? We yeah. need money. Yo, let's talk about we gotta Pierce. got to soundproof this shit. Let's talk about Pierce. Okay, Pierce. So we have an intern, and his name is Pierce. Where does he live? Coachella Valley? Or where does he live? Does he live in Joshua Tree? Pierce lives in, in Coachella. <laughs> he lives the under festival. the stage. But yeah, he lives in there. He uh, stays up all night, every night, editing and shotgunning Trulies, and that shit's funny as fuck. <laughs> He's just dude be drinking beers in his bathroom, and I'm like, why are you only in the bathroom drinking beers? It makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, you should just move in here so you can like just do be more of our bitch. Yeah. You know? Uh, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> I, we were like, uh, we want to start a podcast, but we don't want to do like anything besides just like record Talking. it and film it. Yeah. We don't want to edit, do anything else. I'm with it. the editor of the Creamy Boys sketches already, and I'm already procrastinating all the time, and it's very lazy and like you know and then i do it and then it's done but i uh kind of suck already and i'm shaming myself internally right now so we needed some help and pierce is that guy he, uh hit us back on our creamy boys comedy instagram story and people just ask me they're like i'm like yeah uh, i gotta hit up my intern and people go how do you have an intern how'd you get an intern and i got just asked for an intern and they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, who is he? A good one. Yeah. He's a great one. I think we should maybe not call him an intern and say honorary creamy boy. Honorary creamy boy. Because he kind of feels like. But you're still a fucking like, intern. Yeah. Do what we fucking tell you, okay? Thanks. Honestly, though, like, huge thanks. Huge shout out to Pierce for helping us have the confidence to start this podcast officially. And um, yep. we're just looking forward to see where it goes. As you could see earlier... It, uh, you know, we're going to do some improv randomly. Otherwise, it's just Sal and I kind of shooting the shit and, you know, yeah. 
Just no borders, no fucks given type yeah. shit. And also, this is a true crime trivia podcast. Documentary. Documentary. All about true crime and trivia <laughs> and um, riddles. We do riddles. We're going to do riddles a yeah. lot. We had a, a vision together <laughs> when we were having. And, uh, you don't have to look at them the whole time. <laughs> uh, I want to. I want to look at the camera. Um, hopefully, you guys are watching this because we got a green screen behind us. And, you know, Pierce is going to put up... Uh, Whatever the fuck, <laughs> maybe, maybe some pictures of cocks behind us. Who fucking knows? He's in control. You know, the interns have all the power these days. That's for damn sure. I mean, the honorary creamy boys have all the power. That's for sure. But um, what was I saying? I oh know. yeah, we saw in a meditation uh, that we have to do riddles for. We have yeah, a. Oh, we're gonna have a segment purpose. called the Riddle Hour. Yeah, we're gonna do <laughs> riddles and puns for an hour. Hope you like that. Can you imagine somebody, dude, there's somebody out there that has to drive like three hours to work every day and it's their only option for work and they just listen to riddles. A riddle. There's got to be a riddle podcast. They listen to 100%. riddles and I've, puns. I've never been a riddle guy. I am always like th- thinking. It's a thing that sparks overthinking. I think, and it's like mental masturbation, and it's a good time passer maybe yeah. on a hike or something. Like, I get it. Riddles are kind of fun to wrap your mind around, but my mind doesn't work like that, and I'm always like, why are we doing this? Also, who's if there's so many riddles, there's one guy or one girl that made like most of them. Who are they? What's their story? Where are they? I guess it's a way to pass the time. I mean, we're just mentally masturbating right now too, so to we- each their own. We cut to. A I mean, li- wait, we're totally riddle masters. <laughs> we cut to a little boy going to his grandmother's house, who is the riddle master. She's made over ninety percent of all of the riddles in all of human history. Knock, 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 knock. knock. Uh, hello, my boy, Grandma. Grandma, what are you doing? Oh, here? Uh, I thought you were my granddaughter. Mm. You're my granddaughter? Uh, you're getting old, Grandma. I can't see. <laughs> okay. It looks like you have tits. <laughs> what the heck? I'm 12. You're related to me. But I am a boy, so you just basically call me, you know, a woman and fat at the same time. You one or the other. I don't know. I can't tell what I'm looking at. It's me, Jacob, your oh, grandson. Jake? Jake, Grandma. Yes. We need to get you out of here. You've been in the. You've been. You don't have. You have lights and you don't even turn them on. He turns on the light. (laughs) Feels like the time my science teacher would turn the lights on after we watched Bill Nye the Science Guy. Right now, (laughs) the pain. Wow, Grandma, that kind of dates you. That means you're pretty young. <laughs> yeah, this, this, what year is it again? Uh, 2,148? Yeah. I'm very old. Now I'm kind of British. Yeah, I guess you are, Grandma. And you're changing. What? I, you're growing. Ugh. This is a riddle, by the way. What? You are growing, yet you are small. <laughs> Take me to the mall. Or find the ball. Who am I? I don't know. And scene. Wow, what a riddle. Yeah, good one. I think Grandma was, like, really good at what she did. 
I'm gonna give myself a pat on the back for playing such a good grandma. That was kind of bad. Uh, sorry. Uh, thanks for I'm shooting sorry. yourself in your own foot. <laughs> I liked. I actually liked where it was going, and then you cut it short because you got nervous. Yeah, maybe. Be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what improv's about, baby. Be it's embarrassed. About, it's about being better than everyone else around you at improv, you and then... don't want to make your scene partners look good. No, no, no. no. You want to take all the glory. Yeah, it's an ego battle at yep. work. Yep. Um, and your and whoever your coach is after your show goes great and you get a standing ovation, you call up your coach and you fucking beat his ass. Yeah, uh, that's a great segue into maybe actually talking about the uh, what we like about improv, like and why we're doing this and and whatnot. Because it is the first episode, I feel like we should maybe give the lowdown a little bit on like why exactly we even like to do this. Yeah, I've been doing improv since seventh grade. Um, I used to annoy my parents uh, at dinner, and I would like stand up and like. I think I saw Robin Williams when I was pretty young. And You'd go like, what if yeah. a deer like smashed through the window of the kitchen and like its antlers stabbed mom in the throat and she like bled out on my sister and then I swung the dog around in a circle and threw him and then my dad swallowed it and then I ate all the chicken tenders. Is, wouldn't that be funny? And what his whole if? family, Sal's whole family is just like, you gotta God. get a hobby, dude. <laughs> so Go I on. signed up for improv in seventh grade. Been doing it ever since. Went to school for theater. Smoked a bunch of weed. Dropped out. Dropped out. Fucking loser. Stopped smoking weed. Started Creamy Boys. Dropped in. Dropped in, baby. Let's go. We dropped in this shit, bro. Started Creamy Boys. We started Boy Smooches. Everything from there. Yeah, Boy Smooches is our improv troupe, in case you don't know. Shout out uh, Noah Link, Evan Beyer, and our coach, Samuel J. Tanner. Yeah, baby. We go way back. Uh, I I didn't make the improv team. The first time I tried out for improv was my senior year of high school. Uh, Mr. Tanner was a teacher at our high school and the improv coach there. And ten years later, he's our, he's my improv coach, which is pretty awesome. Uh, I started improv like three or four years ago in the Minneapolis area. Shout out Huge Theater. Shout out Strike Theater. Um, am I forgetting one? Oh yeah, shout out uh, Brave New Workshop downtown. Um, learned a lot. Met a lot of beautiful people there, and um, a lot of not white guys helped teach me how to do improv which i think was nice just because it used to be a very white man dominated well, art every, form everything is yeah uh, yeah for sure but like everything is and was yeah and so it was nice to not yeah. like just perpetuate that in a way by like just falling into that pathway but uh so i just want to say that because i think it is kind of important to have you know diverse perspectives in such a, in any art form um and anyways, now I'm on my first white man improv troupe, and oh boy, does it feel good. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We're joking. Uh, Kelly Fisher, move out I mean, here. You're the only one I yeah. trust. <laughs> that <laughs> I know. Fisher. That I know. We don't go. Here's the thing. We don't go to, I used to stand up in LA in a thing called Roast Battle before I moved out here. and What a wholesome sport. Um, but yeah, and seriously, like, uh, like, when we moved out here, we went to the Tacoma Comedy Club open mic just to check it out once. And, like, 
I do like stand-up. I liked Roast Battle way more. But, you know, coming from an improv background, I just was like, man, I just want to do improv. And, like, when I was at open mics, like, think about L.A. open mics. is like if you want to be a crowd work comedian, which I really wanted to be, like, which is a lot of improv. It's never too late. It's never too late. But at L.A. open mics, no – it's all open micers that are watching you, by the way. No open micer wants to watch you do crowd work on other open micers. So it's like almost virtually impossible to just like be a crowd work open, you know, be a crowd work comedian when you're starting stand up in LA. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's pretty, it's pretty yeah. tough. I feel like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like it, it, the usual thing would be to like start with, you know, establishing yourself as a joke artist doing your stand up and yeah. then later on when you have a reputation working in the crowd the crowd work because you kind of have the respect of the audience at that point and mm-hmm. and the, maybe the other open micers it sounds like that's like a, I feel like improv is a much more wholesome and like like <laughs> nice culture in comparison to stand up and yeah I, I mean I still dream of doing stand up eventually but I never have because takes a different set of balls and uh, work, so yep. I just enjoy practicing improv because it is just like mm-hmm. no pressure. Ever, no, <laughs> you know, you don't you don't have all week to write a perfect thing. You just have a moment to like act on impulse, and it's just fun to like let out. Like the I'm at my best in improv when I'm just like the most comfortable with my true self in a way. Yeah. Um, even though I'm not necessarily playing my true self, it's you're like playing a bunch of random. Yeah. But there's funky a, characters and there's stuff. There's a piece of yourself and your mind and and all of it. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think um I think what like which is what's crazy to me and is a big tell of like what you're supposed to do. Like I'm not saying don't do things that make you nervous, but you can find what you truly like to do if you're doing something that people think is hard or is like, you know, interesting. If it's not making you nervous, like before our first improv show in the backyard, you know, uh, first one in the backyard at the stage, we had like 45, 50 audience members show up and it was like dope. You know what I mean? It was, it was a great insane. start. And the next one I'm hoping to have like 70, you know, yeah. seriously, Come I want it to be folks. bigger and bigger. Yeah. But, and Bjorn and I were talking about this the other day, we were not nervous really. And I've never been nervous before improv shows really, because I don't know, it's just different and like been doing it for a while, but and before I did stand up as some of the nervous, most nervous I've oh, yeah. ever been in my life. Of Roast course. battle, terrified. Because oh it's my you. God. It's your it's your it's you and your ego up against other egos as like versus improv. You're usually on a team and improv is such a like support other people type of activity, which is how it's like a cool metaphor for life in a way, is because you need to be a good listener and you're like looking out for your mm-hmm. you, you're looked out for and you're looking out for others on on a well functioning improv team. So it's like way more way less pressure in that way. And like I said, like no one really expects it to be that good almost in a in a weird way. Like the bar is lower. It's very low. Because all all it has to be is like a good chuckle, you know rather than like you're trying to like make this crowd like feel like they spent their money well like improv crowds are much more just like ah yeah whatever 
uh, this is gonna be cool. Yeah. So and more than not, like so yeah, we're lazy surprised. fucking pussies, basically. <laughs> That's what why we do improv. No, I like both. I like both, but yeah. I think improv is meant to be. Improv's still like a very difficult thing to do, and that's, that's why I started. That's artist things. That's why I started out. I mean, on top of Sal's high school troupe, your high school troupe, the Rozprov troupe was like super good. Like, also some of my best friends. So I was kind of biased, maybe, where like their mannerisms make me laugh almost more than anything. But I was inspired by you guys, and that's why I tried out. Didn't make it because no one told me the basic rule of improv was <laughs> yes and. All my friends were like, "Yeah, you should try out. Yeah, it's easy. You got it. You're you're the right type to do this." No one was like, "Hey, so this is what yes and is and what it means, and that's all you should like think about at first and just like at least use that and like explain it a little bit, which we can explain." Do you feel yes sabotage? No, no. I felt. Be I, honest. I, no, honestly, I felt I was not a fit for that team anyways and it was a big team and it would have just been me trying to hang out with my friends almost more than doing improv so Mm -hmm. I'm kind of glad I got to the point later on where other random people in my life as I made new friends in college and whatnot were like oh uh you know how things just you feel chosen by stuff sometimes? Dude, yeah. That's how I felt with improv, where people were like three people in one week were all like, hey, you, I feel like you could do improv, and they like don't do it themselves, and I then I found a free class, and I was like, boom, and I'm, I'm just out to like try things that I, are difficult. So I, did a, I was a part of a troupe at this theater called Stepping Stone Theater in uh, Minneapolis, right? And I learned some of the best like lessons there because it wasn't my friends right at all. And it was like sort of long form improv, a little bit of short form, but sort of long form in like the middle and towards the end of the show. And dude, I was thinking about this the other night. There was this guy in the troupe. His name was Charlie something. I can't. His name was Charlie Puth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was like close to Charlie Puth, but this guy was really good. He was really funny and he was a little older than me. I think I was a freshman or a sophomore in high school. And, dude, like, this was, like, during, like, my crazy years of, like, before I started smoking weed. And, like, it was just all energy. You know what I mean? Like, youthful, just boyish, just it was crazy craziness. And I was, like, starting to learn how to control it, but I still was, like. Balls dropping full of tea. Yeah, but literally, dude, I was, like, nuts. And there was one. He was nuts. And there was one fucking improv show I remember where after, like, I was going out in every scene and, like, you oh, know, just it was just, bad. What do we call that? We call that uh, steamrolling a little steam bit. Steamrolling, crazy improv guy, you know. Like, anyway, <laughs> that's so a, this that's the type. This yeah. kid Charlie, fucking, after the show, he gives me a. I was like, "Can I get a ride home?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure," because I'm like, twen, twen, twen. <laughs> You were 20 years old. I was 20. All right, we'll stick with that. Uh, I was 20. And anyway, he... Cut to your 20th birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Tangy. Happy birthday to you. Blow him out, son. How how old are you, son? Twang. Get back. (laughs) (laughs) No, so anyway, he's gonna give me a ride home. Yeah. He's gonna give by the way, what's that kid's problem? Anyway, so Charlie Charlie's gonna give me a ride home and dude, like the this crushed me in the moment. 
But now looking back at it, I'm so glad he did this. He was like, he was like, uh, hey, Sal, like, you don't need to be in every scene. And I was like, okay. And I was like, he's like, no, seriously, like, I love you, buddy. You're great. But don't be in every scene. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, you got to let shit breathe and i'm like oh my god dude he fucking like stabbed me in the stomach and it was like dude like that's the thing he wasn't my friend you know i wasn't with a troop of friends and he just like straight up told me like what i needed to hear and that's like relating back to what you were saying like you know you're kind of glad you weren't in a troop of your friends because you would have started off maybe on a little bit of a bad note you know what i mean like because you'd already known all these people you're a senior trying out Let's talk about high school this whole time. Anyway, what do you think <laughs> That's of fun. the homecoming game? <laughs> the homecoming game was actually very lit. You want to hear the story? Yeah, I've heard this. Yeah, it's crazy. My senior year, homecoming. All right, we're talking about high school now. <laughs> um, it was Minnesota, October, and it was like negative, like below zero or some shit that night. Like, it made no sense. You know about senior year? Your senior year? Yeah. 2011. Yeah. 2010, 2011. 2011, yeah, 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 2010 to 2011. And I decided to be bold and go shirtless, you know, get the body paint. I had a, our school colors were silver and black, and I had a silver, like, Mexican wrestling mask that my sister had gotten me. So I, I, I wore that with, like, black shorts and long black socks. And anyways, that's one of the first times I ever saw you. I was like, who's the dude in the luchador? Yeah, because Sal was a freshman when I was a senior. Yeah, Yeah. and I was going nuts. And the only people that really knew it was me were the people that, like, painted my body and my best friends who just knew me well. So I was just acting crazy. You looked like a Mad Max character, bro. You Uh, literally looked like a Mad Max. What happened to that mask? I wish I had it. Cut to me wearing it. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> if only. Flies uh, home. Yeah, flies home, flies back. Um, and my our friend Bobby was in the what is the the the, the band? The, what's the f- football team band? What's the sports band called? It's not the marching the band. band. Pep band. Yep. He was in the pep band. He wore. He, he wore. They he, were lit. They were actually lit. And he he played the massive saxophone, whatever the baritone sax. I think so dope. It's pretty awesome. And he's like six six. And him, Bobby and I met Sal in the school D wing where Mr. Tanner, our improv teacher's class, was where all like the cool but like cool nerds would hang out almost. And Bobby and I. Lots of energy, like Sal was saying earlier. Like, we're like, like, all the time. I don't even know. We're like, hanging like, oh, Salina, film your show today. Okay, random inside jokes, obviously. So, anyways, we're like hanging on the rafters of the school, like fucking screaming and like hold, like <laughs> jumping, jumping into each other's arms, and like that's the type of shit we would do. And then I was hanging out with Bobby at homecoming with the pep band, and there was like two, like two of these, two of these girls that knew Bobby and knew my friends, and I had never met this girl. Her name was. And I had a little crush on her, honestly, <laughs> because I knew that she was, like, really weird compared to normal girls um, based on how I knew she spoke with my friends, such as Bobby. She knew Bobby. I didn't know her. I was wearing the silver wrestling mask. And all four of us 
Just had a good old time the whole like second half of the game. I was wearing my silver wrestling mask the whole night. It was freezing. The game ends. Turns out all four of us are going to the same after party. And I asked who I hadn't met, who hadn't seen my face. I was like, you want to you wanna ride to this party we're going to together? Damn, and she dog. was just like, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, crush. Like, I was had a crush, and it was, like, working out. And I was like, no way. So then we go to my car. It's, like, negative 10 degrees, I swear. It's so cold. And... I didn't have a shirt on, and then I realize my keys and my wallet and my phone are all in my friend's glove box in a car that left like 30, 40 minutes ago. By the way, Pierce, we need an animation of everything he's said so far behind us, and if you don't <laughs> do it, you're fucking fired, yeah, and you're finding your family. <laughs> we have guns. <laughs> anyway. So, so we're like literally stranded outside my car and for some reason this girl is down to like kick it with me and freeze her ass off with me. And it was like, what? This is like, I was really like, damn, like this might be real. <laughs> and then somehow through like a friend of the friend, like got, got them to drive it back like 20 minutes from their house to me in my car. And I show up super late to this party that, you know, so... I was straight edge in high school. I didn't like think smoking or drinking was cool. It actually made me very uncomfortable. I was like against it. I was kind of a little fuck about it actually at this party especially. We get to this party, everyone's like wasted cuz we mm-hmm. we took like an hour and a half to get there. And I was like I knew wanted to drink that night and had a bottle through a friend, but it turns out that friend got caught by the cops with the bottle. And it got taken away, so he didn't have booze. I was against it. We were the only sober people at this party. And I even went up to our current friend, Michael Swearingen, who was drunk as fuck at this party. And I was really? like, why would you drink? You said that? I said that to his face like a little bitch. Like, why, why would, would you, you, like, enjoy something you enjoy, you dumbass? I was, like, poisoned by the mindset of, like, health class, where I'm like, you can't really? drink or smoke because it's bad for you. And I was like... Literally at the time, I was like, I don't think I ever want to drink type of thing. I think I remember you saying that in the past. Yeah, I used to be very straight edge. And then, turns out, and I, you know, stay sober that night. And it also turns out that my parents are out of town at the time. And I'm like, you want to, like, ditch all these drunk people and go to my house and do a hot tub? And she was like, yeah. And then I, like, kind of fell in love that night, to be honest. And then, like, the next few years were kind of like this crazy crazy roller coaster of love with this girl who is now non-binary, I should say. So I should have been saying they, them. But anyways, at the time, yeah, not the case. So anyways, it was a magical night, homecoming senior year. And, um, yeah, uh, got me into drinking and smoking and then uh when i was heartbroken uh, you know i got very addicted to marijuana and drank a fuckload and honestly I'm grateful for all of it because here we are here i'm gonna i'm gonna tonight show you real quick have you ever been like you know caught for mushrooms before <laughs> uh, it's funny you say that <laughs> we need another story just in case that other one you know we can't use because you didn't use the right pronouns the entire time but anyway let's do another story i don't think it, I don't think it really matters it's, <laughs> it's no big deal uh i i, I no use crazy. the right ones i use the right ones at the end is non-binary they them pronouns they, them. they. Um, that's crazy. When you said I fell in love that night, right when you said I fell in love that night, Mel texted me, love you more. Ooh, synchronicities. synchronicities. Look at 
back to Synchronicities, the, the show. podcast show. Sponsored by the movie Fast and the Furious 26. Vin Diesel's corpse fucking rocks Paul Walker's corpse in a race for the ages. The Rock is also in this shit. And Sylvester Stallone. The movie Fast and Furious 500. Sponsored by Budweiser. And 9-11's Firefighters. That was close. <laughs> I didn't say yeah, 9-11. I didn't say 9-11. That'd be fucked up. Can't the say. They're you, heroes. Hey, Sal. They're heroes. We're not here to say fucked up shit, okay? That's fucked up, and we don't say that. I said the part. They're heroes. Hey. Dude, you don't think they're heroes? Now you're fucked up. If you say if you say the numbers 9, 1, and 1 in any order or succession, then, uh, then pers- you're fucked up. <laughs> Never forget Have that. You, you know what's crazy? I've never had somebody be like, I've never been like, hey, what's your number? And somebody's been like, you know, 253-911-8262. It's never in any number. 911's never in a number. Really? Maybe it's the last three, so it's one one or two times, or like the three before the last one. I just said that, and you said it's never. Oh, my bad. I wasn't listening. You got me, like, in, in thought about, like, all it's the never. phone numbers I know. And I was like, I've, I've never, heard, never it heard it either. Yeah. We find the f- guy, only guy that gets 911 in his number. And it's okay. Always, anytime people try to call him, it always gets the That makes me want to ask you, though, like, what's your prime, what's your, like, ideal phone number? What, what, what would you want your phone number to be if you could pick it? I like mine right now because it sounds like a fake number. Well, I'm not going to leak my number, but it has... You should say it, and beep, we'll beep it out so I can hear what it is. Okay, Pierce, if you don't do this, I'm going to fucking kill you. Why not? Hey, friends, hit me up. My number's on my Instagram. People have called me through Instagram onto my phone. <laughs> From Lithuania. And I don't know who they are. And I'm like, hello? And they're like, is this Bjorn? And I'm like, God. <laughs> it's your fault. I know. I, it's Facebook's fault. All right, Pierce, bleep this out. 651. Five. That sounds fake, bro. It, yeah, any five hundred numbers. Yeah, I mean five 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 is the fake number. That I know in the movies. The yeah. yeah, it's great. The one in uh, the Incredibles one. There's a five 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 number on a, the like silver haired lady's business card. Yeah, and you can actually call it. Let's and, do it right now. You, I don't remember what it is. Look, well, it up. I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up. You keep talking. Tomas and I used to like call that number every night. Every single night we would call this number and listen to the silver-haired lady's voice. She talks? Yeah, it's like her, and it's kind of dope. I wonder if it still works or if Disney doesn't have enough money to keep that going because they're not doing so good. Disney's not doing so hot. Incredibles Bumber you can call. Bumber. <laughs> Welcome to the Bumbercast. <laughs> this is a Bumbercast brought to you by Bums. We love bums. They are circular. They are bouncy. Oh, shit. You find it? Yep. Put on speaker. Put it up to your, put it up to your mic. I really hope like our recording doesn't sound like absolute shit, but it probably will because we haven't soundproof shit in here. Um, you know, first podcast. Uh, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We don't have enough headphones to like monitor this shit. I don't even know how to monitor this shit. So we're going to learn. It's gonna, you know, it's fun. This is good fun. And uh, let's see, we're at uh, 30, 30 minutes about, by the way, so. No, we're not. Yeah. 
We're almost okay. One second, sec. It's fine. Seven, seven, four. Honestly, people people show up to listen to podcasts even in the like the weird times when it's just that you're just literally talking about nothing important, and people just like people just like people. It's weird. Oh. That's not. That's spam. This is spam. I should answer the questions though. No. I'd be careful right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that did, no, it's not the same. If that, if that, we gotta watch the movie and like see what the number is. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this is the part I, of the show I, where I, we're just I gonna just go on to TikTok. Say I just want to no, yeah, play no, them not. loud no, and just like look not. at our phones. I fucking hate TikTok. It kind of makes me want to kill myself. That's <laughs> that's <laughs> foreshadowing for a sketch we made that we that I'm procrastinating on because I'm a piece of shit. Not really, though. I mean, the, life is just very busy right now with summertime. But the thing I wanted to say was that it's funny how people always are like, I fucking hate people. I hate that, But it's too. like, you no. No, you people don't. People love people. And, and people give you money. <laughs> people give you money. And people give you entertainment. And people give you love. And people, you know, that you don't agree with, maybe you feel like you hate them. But, like, honestly, when like... your grandma gives you $50 on your birthday, you hate people? No. No. But, you love but, people. But probably. Yeah. What? Now people just tell themselves that they hate people for some reason. It's kind of strange. It makes people want to sound hear- interesting. <laughs> like, I hate people. Yeah. Uh. We don't care about sounding interesting and we're podcasting. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, though? It's like, <laughs> I hate that shit. It's so stupid to me. It's like, you love people. You yeah. love people. And like... Like, why else do we go? We go to concerts. We go to events. We go to we go out in the world. People mostly because of people. People that go, I fucking hate people. That same night, they're like, Who? What bar are we going to? Yeah, to go hang out with people. people. <laughs> I go to bars and I sit there and no one look and is, I get mad. It's kind of cute. I mean, yeah, we like we like to complain about other people. To distract ourselves from shit, I, I suppose. I I don't know what I'm talking about. I guess I like I like people watching because it's fun to make fun of people. It's fun to yeah, but like at the end of the day, I don't mean any harm, you know. Like, but it is fun to like kind of bitch and moan about other people. Oh, makes you feel good. Makes you feel good about yourself and your your ego's elated by it, baby. Do you ever wonder about like what people like when you're. I get this sometimes. What they think of me? No, no, it, yeah, I don't no. care. I, I never, I've never cared about what people think of me. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Dude, you looked like the guy at the Bachelorette last night that got sent home. By the way, oh. last night. All right. Bachelorette Katie season pretty fire pretty, actually. It's back to like it was everybody's bad at first, a dumbass. Yeah. No, it was, it's been good the whole it's time. It's been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Dude, literally, we Bjorn and I caught up on everything. We had two episodes to watch, and if you don't know, that's even if you skip commercials, that's like seven hours of TV. <laughs> like seven hours, <laughs> like torture. shitty, like brainwash, like marriage propaganda TV. And then there was a commercial last night on the ep- on one of the episodes 
a medicine commercial? A uh, prescription drug commercial, yeah. as you know. It was cr- I'd never heard this before. They said they listed the side effects, and the first two were like it was like lung, lung inflammation, inflammation and something else, and they're like, and both of these may lead to death. And they say it like loud and proud, and it's like in the middle of the commercial. <laughs> I've like, never heard them he, say death. I've heard before. death. I've heard death a lot. I feel like a lot of people have heard death in prescription drugs commercials <laughs> as a potential side effect. Uh, they used to and say serious problems. Heart attack or stroke is, an, is a common one from, like, back in the day, I remember. It was crazy. But they just were blatant as fuck this time. Just... And the lady sounds so sexy. She's like, it may lead to death. And you're like, what the yeah, fuck? So you got horny about no, that? No, no, no. <gasps> Dude, you're fucked up. I told you this podcast isn't about saying anything fucked up, okay? But, um, no. So we were watching The Bachelorette last night, and let me tell you. Two tell really us. good episodes back-to-back. Fucking... <sighs> What's his name has a huge fucking cock. Oh, What's Justin? his name? Justin. Bro, you let me just do my thing about Justin, motherfucker. Really yeah, bro. You got a gun on you. <laughs> God, dude. That shit was no, I fucking... think he has three or four balls he... is the thing. He's I think the... he's got like hella nuts. <laughs> he's the dude that tackled the yeah, guy that t- she sent home. I think no, he didn't he didn't get sent home. That was Michael. Oh yeah, that's the guy right. with my the dead bad. wife. Oh, I mean the widowed one. Oh fuck! <laughs> I, sorry, I could have put that more gently. But yeah, he got fucking destroyed by the big cock guy. It was crazy. Yeah, and like, let me just what's say something Justin? about Justin's though. Yeah, what's like, like, what's like, what's like, Justin? If you somehow find this, can we? Can you send us a picture of your cock? And Pierce, if we get the cock, <laughs> pic, put, it on the the cock put it on the green screen. Put it on uncensored. Let's see if YouTube really gives a fuck. Yeah, let's see if YouTube actually gives a shit about creamy boys because they don't seem to care. Justin from The Bachelorette, Katie season. Katie season, just send us a picture, man. Yeah, it's it. crazy, bro. There might be one circulating already. We haven't even Googled it. <laughs> Anyways, think about Justin's. Think about names before I talk about Justin's. That, you know, everyone that shares a name is inherently the same in some subtle way, I would argue. And if you don't agree with me, get the fuck out of my life, you little fuck. Anyways, um, Justin's. The the subtle... Did you not... What did, was that the point? The names. All Justin's, like, everyone that shares a name, like all Bjorns, all Sal's, all Jennifer's, all Britney's, you know, they all are kind of like something... Similar about them. I kind of agree, yeah. Because I feel like just the noise you can, like, you're affected by a noise, right? And, like, if you hear the same fucking noise from every person you ever meet your whole life, it's going to, like, shape you in some minor way. Yeah. And so Maggie's (laughs) are, like, fucking annoyed and annoying and bitches because their name sucks and... You, you hear Maggie, and it, doesn't that piss you off? Imagine being called being a Maggie. I feel for you, Maggie. I feel for you, girl, <laughs> or boy, Maggie, whatever, or non-binary Maggies. Keep uh, going. I was, I was joking, by the way. Keep going. Keep going. It's not a bad name. Um, so, Justin's. I think, based on an acid trip I had at a music <laughs> festival where I was working at well, a taco this is just, stand. This is just and I was true. helping name after name after name and I was like just like tripping like like uber aware in this different kind of way. And I was just noticing all these similarities. And every Justin, like my friend Justin, like Justin Bieber and Timberlake and Justin from The Bachelorette, they're all kind of gross. What? Yeah, they're all kind of gross. Beebs gross? Yeah, he's kind of cringe, especially OG Beebs. 
Well, yeah, everybody goes through a cringe phase. Oh, uh, he's middle school, yeah. But I think Biebs is low-key cringe. I mean, he's kind of a fucking dumbass. He's a billionaire. Yeah, so is Jake Paul. He's a dumbass, too, but he's smart as fuck in their own way. They work the system. (laughs) They work the system, but, hey, they're kind of gross. And Jake's, too. Jake's are kind of gross, too. And it's perfect that we have twins, twin friends that are kind of gross named Jake and Justin. (laughs) 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 But I love you guys, but you're kind of gross. Just like Justin with the big cock from The Bachelorette. I want it, dude. It's crazy big, bro. It's crazy. That bulge his lips. It was like it was like he was wearing a cup, but like his his like package went like oozed out of it and made his 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 bump. What is that called? His bump. His His moose knuckle. No, not a moose knuckle. His package just looked packaged. Dude, fucking Hunter was coming in hot. Yeah, now he's this little fucking spoiler alert leprechaun. This he's this he's done. He's done. That's our favorite (laughs) thing to say now is when there's a picture or when they're showing a guy that's done on this show (laughs) where you're like, he's out. There's There's no no way that Katie's going to pick him. him. There's no way we go. He's He's done. done. (laughs) And fucking when Brendan wasn't done. Brendan. How is Brendan not (sighs) done, dude? Oh man. Brendan is this firefighter on the show and his hair is just like it's like this. He, he like poofs it up, up like straight up off his hairline. Is it and like he's, this? he's got a big, long, skinny head in the first place with a big forehead, and then he like doubles his is forehead. It like this he like doubles his forehead length. I don't know. It's even worse. I mean, look up Pierce. Put a picture of him right here. Brandon from the Brandon from the Bachelorette. Oh man, he it's looks like amazing. fucking Brandon Meyer. If Brandon Meyer started taking steroids and like. I don't know. This may be that. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like juiced up B. Meyer. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, I just want to go back for a second and just make my my case for the fact that Justin Timberlake is kind of gross. I don't know. That's the one that people are like, I don't know, though. What about Justin Timberlake? And I'm like, bro, he's kind of gross. Did cr- you watch his Super Bowl performance? Those- is- Disgusting. You know Selfie Kid? Remember Selfie Kid? The kid that took a selfie with Justin Timberlake during a Super Bowl performance? And then that kid became famous and went on Ellen? He still is on t- he's on TikTok as at sel- or the Selfie Kid. And dude, look at his comments. It's a f- This is one of the things that I like bullying for. The bullies, <laughs> the bullies in his comments are amazing. Dude, you took one selfie and now you're trying to... Nobody cares. Dude, the comments are fucking amazing, bro. <laughs> They're bullying the shit out of this kid. And his face... I'm sorry, and selfie he's, kid. He's your in that state. horrible. He's in that state, though, where he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. I think he's making he has money attention. off it. What's, what's weird about this world is, like, no one cares about how negative their life kind of is if if they're, like... Getting a fuckload of attention, and in this in- attention economy, you know that's how you, you can make hell of money. Getting the attention. What are you gonna watch? <laughs> is the this is part two of Sal watching TikTok on the show on the podcast. I want to read. We're some just more. watching TikTok on this podcast, and he's we're not verified at Selfie Kid. When did Justin Timberlake perform in the Super Bowl? Forty-eight years ago. I just find it funny that our friend Christian <laughs> Frazier thought. The Justin Timberlake performance was amazing. I was like, oh, 
No. Who is so Bro. bad to me for some reason. I don't know. It cringes me. Bro, you're not famous. Please stop. You're not cool. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he, he only t- has, like, eight posts. He deleted a bunch of them. He oh. got bullied too much, I think. Oh, bummer, dude. Let me see. He's a Lil Xan. Is he that, is he that ugly? Is he fighting Lil Xan? I don't know. His name's Ryan. Hey, man. You know, I, I've i always been against bullying, honestly, but... Sometimes we bully the bullies a little extra hard, too, you know, like, yeah, they got what coming to them type of behavior to me doesn't make any fucking sense. I feel like, you know, they're a person with traumas and (laughs) bullying tendencies that, you know, did some dumb shit and was an asshole and... That shouldn't happen, obviously, but Damn, he doesn't cla- have to. But He claps back. Bruh, you're still holding on to this? Of course, more fame than you'll ever have. And he did the this emoji, like the wide eyes, and then the crying face. Hmm. Damn, dude. Yeah, it's, it's all about fame. <laughs> it's over. This is a great one. It's over, bro. It happened. We get it. That Ooh. one is. <laughs> That's so But mean. he was on Ellen. And you know what Ellen's into? One of the sponsors of this uh, podcast, Adrenochrome. <laughs> what Adrenochrome is, is it's the blood that comes from a certain part of the, the children's of the brain. The blood that comes from. The blood of the that comes from a certain child's brain. And then Ellen DeGeneres... A certain a, child? No, did, you, did you see that thing that they were talking about on um, an Ellen with, um, what's her name? What's her name? Um, She was in Miss Congeniality... Um, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Miss Sandra. Ellen was Sandra's like, an adrenochrome user. Ellen said, "How do you keep? How do you keep your face looking like so good?" She knew what the answer was. Obviously, it's a fake in, or it's a real interview question, but she, you know, knew to ask this. Sandra Bullock's like, "I get a procedure done that's like from overseas," and she's like, "What procedure is it?" And she, this is real, bro. Uh, Adrenochrome is real too, bro. I know. And fucking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> man, I, who knows? Man, it probably is. <laughs> Only God knows. <laughs> but Sandra Bullock was like, I get, this is real. She gets injections that come from little Korean boys' foreskin into her face. You're joking. Watch. Play the clip. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. Can, I can hear it. Oh, it's real. It's real. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Sandra Bullock. Would you do that? No. I also wish we wouldn't cut off foreskins and, like, hoard them for facial fucking Why? boosts. Well, not, not I mean, oh. I don't wish about the second part. but Because it's like, I'd rather just have my natural body and not just, like, cut some shit off because of some trend when it's really, like, they're like, it's to, it's to keep it clean. It's like, fuck you, I clean my body, and if I had a foreskin, I'd clean it like a fucking real person instead of a dumbass. My mom used And to- then uh, you, I've heard, and it makes sense, that it makes your, you know, the head of your cock more sensitive and makes sex better. But... Uh, and I'm like, thing, all right, how, make sex better? Cool. Here's the thing, though. I mean, I'm a virgin. Oh, well, <laughs> had both. We should ask him. <laughs> had both? He got a circumcision. Why? Because of glass blowing. We might need to cut all this out. I think he's comfortable talking about it because I brought it up at like parties and he's we don't, chill. We could beep out his name. Yeah. Our friend. Bleep this. <laughs> <laughs> Just say, our friend. 
literally has had sex in his life without a circumcision, ha- with his foreskin intact, and, and also has had sex as a circumcised person. And we don't know. He, he, I don't think he's told us what is better. I think he said this. I think he said to circumcise is better. Well, why did he get that done, and when, and because how? Of, because of his work, he gets so hot and smegma, dude. Just clean it. But he's like, it's way easier to clean it when it's circumcised. It is easier to clean it, he got but it done I'd at like rather 22. That's insane. Was he awake? Was it like a no. piercing shop that did it? No, he <laughs> said that the he said that the doctor, like when he looked at held his like cock in his hand, was like, oh yeah, I'm like mm, I could do a lot of stuff here. He was like, mm. <laughs> That's a, this seems like malpractice. You're not supposed to say that as a doctor. I can do a lot <laughs> down <of> st- here. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> we cut to a guy that's like 48 getting a circumcision. Yeah, so I just heard that, you know, it's, mm. I'm not going to get like an STD if I get this stupid thing. Just like at this mm. turtleneck. I, you know, I, I don't look good in turtlenecks on my neck. Like, mm. So how can I look good with it on my cock, you know? So mm. that's kind of why. Yeah. Mm, sorry. Uh, my medical uh, devices are breaking in the room. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, okay, you're going to have to cut this out. <laughs> nope. Okay. Okay, we're on. Mm. Uh, yeah, let me see. Let me see. Yeah, okay, here. Mmm. Why? Okay, I'm... What? I don't... I'm not comfortable with my dick in the air. Like, this cold. It gets all small, and I don't want you to think it's not good enough. No, oh, it's good enough. It's good enough. Oh, mm. Do you mean it, though? Mm. My first five girlfriends... And my last boyfriend said otherwise. I could do I could do a lot with that. I could do mmm. Misa could do a lot with that. Alright, well let's start with this. By the way, I really you might be wondering why I talk like Jar Jar Banks. I just really like that movie. Which Star Wars? Yeah. Alright. Um it's actually funny you say that. Yeah, I... You're Hayden Christ... I'm literally Hayden, Hayden Christensen. Christensen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hayden! Yeah. Hayden! Yeah. I'm alive after all. I didn't oh actually my. become oh. Darth Vader. <laughs> Hayden. Yeah. So great to meet you. Yeah. I'm so excited to do this now. Let me get my uh, camera all set up, and then we can get started. <laughs> Scene, I guess. <laughs> I don't know where to go. <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> You're scared. Yeah, I don't know what to Embarrassed. say. Embarrassed. I don't know what to say. All right, let's cut this out and go back into the scene. Camera. Uh, you know how to make a guy feel right at home, Doc. I don't? You do. Oh. I've been in front of cameras for like six years and not ever since that movie where I teleport with Samuel L. Jackson. Jumper. Yeah, I think that was my last movie. It's got a good movie. It's kind of it? got hate. It's got a dope. I feel like it's a book, too, that... Might be better, but... Yeah, you, you should don't probably have... know this because you're the guy that started the movie. Oh, yeah, I didn't uh, read any script or anything. How'd you memorize the lines? You think I'd memorize lines? <laughs> they tell me, like, on the spot, and I, like, do my best. Oh, great. Yeah, so... I've been waiting I'm for this moment. I'm sick of getting, you know, smegma in my dick hole from wearing those cloaks. They don't breathe well. And I'm trying to... 
start a new like Star Wars like play in my retirement, you know? Yeah. Where I wear a cloak. So okay. I, I need the circumcision. Are there any other parts available? Uh yeah, actually I need um I need a, a father figure. Oh yeah? Not only on stage, but also in, in, real, life. in real life. We cut to the doctor auditioning at Hayden Christensen's apartment to be his father in real life. All right, so read um, page five and about halfway down, and there's your first line. Awesome. Um, what do you want for dinner? I want Yoda. Okay. Oh, I am. Sorry. Can we just pause for a second? Yeah. Is this, am I auditioning for a Star Wars movie or am I auditioning? It's a Star Wars play. Oh, I thought I was auditioning for your father. Yeah, in the play. (laughs) Oh. But then naturally that's, you know, that's my reality. So then (laughs) you'll be my real dad. Oh, okay. But this is how I, this is how I have intimate relations is through theater. Oh, okay. But I never practice the lines or anything. I just go up there and be myself and everyone else around me like does the lines right. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, does that sound good? Yeah. Let's go back. Yeah. This one. This Maybe version of Star. This version of Star Wars is about like a little cannibalism. <laughs> and I I uh, got into this crazy Reddit. Um, so I'm sweating. This crazy Reddit page where it's all about eating, you know, every part, every every like type of character in Star Wars, and so I wrote a play about it. And yeah. I don't know the lines to it anymore, but. Yeah. Okay. Let, how about we go forward a couple pages? Let's do a different scene. All right. Um, all right cool. Okay. Page the one with Boba Fett. Yeah. Okay. Page I'll be seven. Boba Fett. You'll be my dad. <laughs> okay. Page seventeen. Hi, I'm Anakin Skywalker's dad. Even though he doesn't have one because he's born of the Force, but here I am. Boba. Boba, no. Boba, please don't. And then Boba hands over the Boba tea. Wait a second. I forgot, Boba. You don't talk. We picked the one scene of the character that doesn't talk. But mm, this Boba tea is good. You can get this at Star Wars Galaxy Edge in Orlando, Florida. Wow. That's nice. Anyway... I'm going to go now. See ya, Boba. And this is the part where Boba Fett does the Han Solo treatment on you, and you become, like, frozen. Frozen in carbonite? Yeah. Oh, that's what it says right there. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Boba Fett takes off his mask. It's really Ellen DeGeneres. This whole time. Where are the children? <laughs> <laughs> and scene. <laughs> this improv scene is brought to you by the new hit movie, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's Bible. Brought to you by Budweiser. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson goes on a crazy adventure where he finds his Bible in the drawer at a hotel room in Dubai. <laughs> but not only does he find it there... That easy. He finds it there with Matt Damon playing the Watchman. Yo, so that was episode one of the Creamy Boys comedy podcast. 
I'm Bjorn Sorensen. Club Self Rattaloni. Come to our improv show on July 24th in our backyard. Here's the flyer. Um, it's going to be a lit time if you're in Washington, if you're in Portland, if you're anywhere nearby, come through. Uh, it's going to be dope. But, uh, yeah, we'll have more shows in the future, more podcasts in the future, and more sketch comedy content. And a sex tape. So stay tuned. Um, love you very much if you've made it this far through the podcast. Thanks for listening to our bullshit. And, yeah, bullshit out. Uh, my initials are BS. Uh, so, I mean, like, bullshit, like me, like, out. Creamy.